1: You're listening to the Dana and Parks Podcast on KMBZ.
2: So we we had some big news to share earlier today on the show, if you missed it. Um, Dana bought clear wrapping paper. My brother turned 50 today. He's been a a part of the program over the years. And my nephew, Sam Parks, signed his letter of intent to play football. (laughs) At the University of South Dakota. He will be a coyote. I'm so excited. In the next season.
1: I am so excited to buy a jersey that says Parks, and I love their colors. It's red, white, and black. Mm-hmm. And it's got the little like paw print of the wolf on it with the South Dakota logo. It's really cool. I've never been to South Dakota. Uh,
2: I, I have not either. And in fact, um, I got I got home last night from the show, and I knew my, my nephew was going to be calling me. And so there I am, and I'm just making dinner for everybody, and the phone rings, and it just says, and, you know, Sam and I, we're related, of course, we love each other, but we don't talk on the phone a lot. You know, I mean, he's right. a 17-year-old kid, maybe on his But he wanted birthdays. to be the
1: one to tell you that he had signed.
2: And so I looked down at my phone, and it just says, Sam Parks on it. And I answered it, and I go, where are we taking our talents? <laughs> I love it. And he, he just goes, Uncle Scott, it's Sam. And I go, Sam, where are we taking our talent? He goes, we're taking our talent to the University of South Dakota.
1: Okay, that makes me so happy. It uh, was so nice. And it's such a lovely moment for you and the family. But does he also get to do the where am I signing at high school? And he puts on the hat. Like, is there a high school? Like, I hope they recognize that. That's huge. Well, I, w-
2: I would think they would. Um
1: has I, he always been a kicker or was he a soccer player? So he was a soccer player.
2: Yeah. And about f- I don't know like 4 years ago, my brother would just take him out in the yard and he was a he was a good soccer player. Uh, but it just wasn't his thing. You know, and that's okay, yeah. you know, that's okay. And one day he, he and my brother just went down to the local football field or whatever and just started kicking field goals. And the kid can kick field goals. Yeah. I mean, he's just incredible.
1: Our My oldest son's graduating high school year, I think we won the state championship that year, with one of his best friends who was a longtime soccer player who got tapped just to be kicker. Like the year before, Mm -hmm. they were like, would you be our kicker? And he was like, okay. I think I don't think it's that unusual to go from soccer to kicker. I I
2: don't think it is either, Um, but to be a really good kicker, I mean... just turn on your TV on any given Saturday or Sunday. There are a lot of bad kickers To be
1: Bucker, who went an entire year without missing one, by the yeah,
2: way. That is incredibly talented. It's incredible. Yeah. So um, Sam Parks is I headed for the I University of I can't wait for the jersey. Can't wait South for the Dakota. NIL deals. I can't either. I love no, it. But I, I, I think I may have told you this story on the air in the 3 o'clock hour. But if I didn't, uh, you know, Sam got scouted by a lot of schools here in the Midwest not the least of which, K State and KU did call. Yeah. Now, obviously, they didn't offer him a scholarship. They weren't interested what enough. What are you
1: thinking, Lipold?
2: But uh, Sam r- was really, really hoping for KU. Yeah. That that was gonna that would be the one. And but um, I asked him last night. I said before he told me where he was going. I said, "Are you going to Lawrence?" And he goes, "This town ain't big enough for the two
1: of us." Parks. <laughs> 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 Forty miles ain't enough. <laughs> I
2: said, "Okay, man. Okay, buddy."
1: So uh, anyway, oh, we're, we're, to we're, Sam. we're
2: just so, we're so we're beside ourselves. We are we are over the moon and really really excited. So
1: let me ask you this: Will South Dakota at some point play <clears throat> KU or K State? Would there ever be a reason that they would play? Because uh, I want your mom I mean, to be able to go to a game.
2: Well, we're going to go to games.
1: Sure. Um, I, I <laughs>
2: I think in, in over the next four years, uh, Maggie and I are going to be putting a lot of miles on our oh, I love cars it. heading up to South Dakota. Oh, we're driving. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I guess it's just straight above us. All right. Well, but I mean that's. I, I think the University of South Dakota is in Pierre, if I'm not mistaken. Vermilion is Vermilion. Okay.
1: How far is that? Do you know? It's about
3: five hours north of here, about 40 miles
1: south of Sioux Falls. Oh, that's not, five hours oh, is oh, that, so well, that's doable. That's better than I thought then, because I thought they played at Pierre, and that's like right in the middle of the state. Mm-mm. Oh, five hours? Heck, I'd go with you for five hours. I thought you were going to say it was Come like on. 15 hours and or And they something.
3: play in a dome. And once you get to they South Dakota, outside. you can travel 80 miles an hour.
1: Good. Good to know.
2: Yeah. And they play in a dome. They don't play outside. Good. So I'm in. don't if it, go up on a Saturday. It could be 20 degrees outside. <laughs> I'm in. Be, Uh,
1: Sam has done that. The other Sam, Stevie, who's on vacation, by the way, this week. Uh, Let's come back to Missouri here because I just saw this on Channel 9, and this is from MissouriNet.com. Five lead poisoning cases in Missouri have happened with children from those recalled cinnamon applesauce packets. Anyone who's ever had a toddler in the last 10 years knows about these. You and I, Scott, used to get our applesauce from a jar, Mm -hmm. and then after about a month it would grow fuzz on the top by the... That's when you need to throw it yeah, away. Yeah, well, by the lid, and then that's how you need to throw it away. Um, children these days have these little tiny pouches. Mm-hmm. They kind of look like, um, I don't know how else to describe it. It's got like a little straw thing at the top, and you squeeze it's it. It's an applesauce pouch. It's an al- yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's any other product that does that, but applesauce. So there have been no deaths, but at least five Missouri children have been sickened by cinnamon applesauce packets contaminated with lead. Hmm. The State Department uh, Health and Senior Services said that the packets are part of a nationwide recall. Uh, If you have these, get them out of your fridge. They are produced by a company called Wanabana. I'm sorry. Wanabana. What's the name of the company? Wanabana. What? I'm sorry. Excuse me. W-A-N-A. B-A-N-A. Wanabana. Okay. Wanabana. Wanabana. They are distributed under the names of Weiss Cinnamon Applesauce and Schnucks Applesauce with Cinnamon. Uh, Short-term exposure to high amounts of lead can cause headaches, abdominal pain, vomiting, and amnesia. What? Long-term exposure can lead to brain fog, lowered IQ, fatigue, behavioral issues, irritability, muscle aches, constipation, (laughs) tremors, and weight loss. Did you say diarrhea and constipation in the same? (laughs) One or the other. Roll the dice. (laughs) <laughs> what's it going to be today? I, don't know. I wonder also how the parents of the kids knew. I mean, because some of the symptoms could just be like, this hasn't been that widely talked about, although I'm not in any like toddler Facebook groups or anything, I guess. You know, when I was in the clink, uh,
2: I don't know if this is common knowledge or not, but I, I do not take pills well, right? Especially, the, obviously, the larger the pill, the worse it gets. You just don't like it? It's just, I can't do it. Oh. Like, I have a gag reflex, and... Huh. If, if I have to, if it's like a big horse pill or something. Oh, okay. Bar the door, Kate. But in the clink, they pump you f- so full of like vitamins and gambapentin and all this other stuff. If and, and I, I was really struggling taking these these larger pills. And so what they would do for me every every morning is I I felt like a little kid. They would get out a uh, applesauce pouch. Oh no. Oh yes, they would. Yes, they would. And so... chug chugga choo choo <laughs> Here comes the airplane coming into the hangar. No, uh, so every morning, I would, I would end up taking like five pills. Most of them were vitamins. And they were like these big, giant vitamins. If you put the applesauce in your mouth and then the gigantic horse pill and then tuck, tuck your chin down here towards your chest and swallow... Upside down. That's
1: counterintuitive.
2: You would think. Pill goes right down. You don't even know it. Okay. Get So if, for those of you who struggle taking pills, get applesauce pouches. Without no, lead. W- the, ones that, the ones that don't kill you. <laughs> the ones that aren't going to kill you.
1: The good news is I took the Tylenol. The bad news is my low, high IQ is and lower and I, I can't get I, out of the I'm bathroom. Serious.
2: Put, 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 put a shot of that in your mouth. Put the pill in your mouth. And then put your chin down to your chest and swallow upside down, you won't even know you. Are a, you sure I about this? I swear to God. like we God, should not be dispensing medical I, advice on I this swear program. I swear right. to God. The, the, the first night I went in there and one of the nurses at the clink was like, okay, we're going to redo this book here. Uh, put your head down. Blah, blah, blah. Applesauce. And no problem.
1: Lead dust, by the way, is currently the main source of lead exposure among children. Uh, this is why they tell you don't eat chips of paint when you're little. You have to kind of be demolishing a house. Like, it has to be in the air Mm -hmm. for the real serious effects. Not saying the applesauce couldn't cause that because five kids got sick. Um, But when I was little, this is how crazy I am and how um, my anxiety as a child was so off the chart before I ever knew what anxiety was. And I didn't know why I felt this way. I was in class one day, first or second grade. I went up to the old school pencil sharpener, <laughs> you know, with by, the little the door. with the little crank, always by the door, and I got that number two sharp as a mm-hmm. shank. Well, you never know you nope. never know if you're going to need to use it and as I a weapon. Came back to my little desk and I sat down, and somehow the pencil slipped out of my hand and stabbed me in. Let me find it. There's still a little dark-looking spot there, um, right here in the base of the palm of my hand. Okay. Yeah for 2 years if i had to put a time frame on it i went around convinced in my head that i was dying of lead poisoning i don't know who told me that first of all pencils aren't even made out of lead they're made out of graphite but in my mind when that happened i, I didn't know that my first thought was oh my god i've done something terrible hmm. i have lead poisoning and so you would think did you say something to your teacher did you say something to your family no, I just internalized it and went around for two years needing therapy, thinking I was dying of lead poisoning. And every time I would cough or have a cold, I'd be like, oh, God, there it is. It's coming to get me. <laughs> what, like, in what, what was wrong with me? Well,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a loaded question.
1: I mean, at least now it's you know how to fair. process something like that as an adult. But as, like, a six-year-old, I thought I was dying.
2: I, 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 right, I, th- I think I think Big Juicy has something to do with it. She the, does, but
1: why wouldn't I have just said to my parents, uh-uh. "I got hurt at school today, and I got some pencil in my hand, and I'm, you know, you know what I'm saying? That never happened. I just internalized it and was, and I mean, paralyzed with fear. I remember actually now thinking. How old were you when this happened? Six, seven?
2: Why did you, why did you torture yourself like? that? Because I don't
1: think in your six and seven year old brain you understand that, like." You're really not dying. Like, <laughs> you're really not going to get kidnapped. Although, milk carton kids. You know, we, we grew up in that era, Scott.
2: We, we did. But I didn't run around thinking I was going to get kidnapped.
1: Anytime I see the words lead poisoning in a story, I'm like, yep, like that time I was in second grade. I uh, thought from, for
2: two years I was going to die. From the text line, as much as I hate to admit this, Scott is right about the applesauce and tucking your chin. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Tuck and swallow. Who knew?
2: Okay. Uh, breaking news here out of the NBC affiliate in Washington D.C. A century-old memorial to here we go, here we go. A century-old memorial to Confederate soldiers was removed from Arlington National Cemetery today after a ruling by a federal judge. Photos provided by cemetery officials show a crew using a crane to hoist up the bronze statue near sunrise. Quoting here, in accordance with the recent court ruling, the Army has resumed the deliberate process of removing the Confederate Memorial from Arlington National Cemetery immediately. While the work is performed, surrounding graves, headstones, and the landscape will be carefully protected by a dedicated team preserving the sanctity of all those laid to rest in Section 16. Officials said late last night, that the U.S. Army would resume the removal of the memorial following a court ruling earlier in the day.
1: So, real quick, this is kind of unfolding in real time for us because this was in our stack overnight because a judge had halted the removal yesterday. And so I came in today and I said, hey, by the way, a judge has ruled that monument's going to stay. And then we went to go present that story for you. And lo and behold, uh, several minutes ago, it has been removed.
2: Hmm. Good. Yeah. And I didn't used to think that way. You have completely. I have I, I have made a 180 on the way that I feel about Confederate monuments. Because
1: the, the war was lost. And you lost. And you, you pointed out, I think correctly, several times on this program that we do not celebrate in monument fashion. Other. I think you use the word traitor. Traitors. I, and and I'll the, say it of, again. of the United States. I know that's a strong word, and I'm not, I'm just trying to repeat what you said.
2: And I have, and, and I'm, I make no bones about it. I have made a complete 180 over the course of the last 20 years. And this is coming from a kid who was born at Fort Benning, Georgia.
1: Okay, but is it because it's a monument? Because clearly the war dead are still buried there. Brother okay. against brother. That's fine. But they lost. Mm -hmm. They were fighting for the wrong side.
2: And, and, And we will give you, we being the United States of America, will give you a final resting spot. What we're not going to do is jack up these gigantic statues and honor people who took up arms against the United States. Let's be honest with what we're talking about. Traitors.
1: And you lost. Therefore, it's over. An independent commission recommended the removal of the memorial last year in conjunction with a review of Army bases with Confederate names. And you've talked about that. Mm -hmm. Benning is now Fort something else. Yeah. Um, And in
2: fairness, I don't get that silly about it. I know. As long as I live... Until the day I die, if anybody ever asks where were you born, I'm going to say Fort Benning, Georgia.
1: The statue, uh, designed to represent the American South and unveiled in 1914, features a woman crowned with olive leaves standing on a 32-foot pedestal. The woman holds a laurel wreath, plow stock, and pruning hook, and a biblical inscription at her feet reads, They have beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Ooh, <laughs> Scott. Some of the figures also on the statue include a black woman depicted as Mammy holding what is said to be the child of a white officer and an enslaved man following his owner to war. Yeah, and
2: keep in mind. I mean, come on, keep in mind these memorials were were not built in 1820. These were built in 1920. Unveiled in 1914. Yeah. There there was a reason for this. Where does it go?
1: In the trash? I'm asking. Where it belongs? There are a lot of people who fought this to to keep it where it was. Yeah. Put Put it in a museum. I don't care.
2: But we don't celebrate General Cornwallis here in the United States. Why? Because he took up arms against the United States.
1: The Virginia governor disagrees with the decision to remove it and made arrangements for it to be moved to land owned by the Virginia Military Institute at Newmarket Battlefield State Historical Park in the Shenandoah Valley.
2: Uh, somebody says traitor is too much. They were part of the United States. They lost the argument and so shouldn't be revered as heroes. Well, Texter, with respect, and, I, and I, I mean no disrespect, please don't take it this way. Th- this was more than an argument that got a little out of hand. This was the creation of another nation for nine years.
1: It really nine years? I'd forgotten about Check
2: that. Check that. Texas was a nation for nine years. They were a nation, I believe, for four. So I stand corrected. Um, 600,000. Yeah. This was, American casualties. Th- this was not an argument that just got out of hand. This was the formation of an entirely different country and the full out onslaught on the very principles of the founding of this nation. This was not an argument. Let's in the United States, maybe at some point we can do this. Maybe it won't be anytime soon. Have an honest come to Jesus with ourselves about what we did to each other.
1: Listen to this. No other fact of the Civil War captures its divisiveness better than this one. People would sooner fight against their own brothers rather than seek to change or compromise their beliefs on slavery.
2: Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. You broke away from this nation. You created your own. You fought against this nation. That in and of itself is the very definition of the word traitor. Treason. Yes. 913-586-7798. a Dan, Lincoln, all the others. Hang tight. We'll get with all of you in just a moment.
1: Lincoln, really? Here on Dana and Park's. Dana here for Overhead Door, Kansas City. Man, you can feel it. It is getting colder. But before the snow starts flying, please have them come out at Overhead Door uh, and do a garage door tune-up for you. I think they're offering a special right now up to three garage doors and openers. Uh, and they were, Special rate. Mention Dana, by the way. They will even give you free batteries for your opener if you need them. Get that tune-up done before the snow gets here. Overhead Door, the original, the one, the genuine, since 1927. OverheadDoorKC.com. Look for that red ribbon. OverheadDoorKC.com. Sales, service, tune-up, and yes, even front doors. Ask about Dana's front door. 816-221-0072 or OverheadDoorKC.com.
2: So at Arlington, apparently there is a monument. And I've seen Arlington from the sky. I've never actually been there in person, but it looks just stunning.
1: I didn't know you'd never been there. No, I've never been there in person. you got to put that on your list. Yeah. Uh,
2: There is a monument, or I should say there was a monument there that was dedicated to Confederate soldiers. Um, The Army began removing that monument this morning, A court had ordered it removed yesterday. And I'm fine with that, especially at a place as sacred as Arlington National Cemetery.
1: If you look up Confederate soldiers and treason, uh, here's just one of a billion things I found written about this. Many today are curious why more Confederates were not charged, let alone tried for treason. And it goes on and on and on and on now that we're talking about these monuments removal.
2: And the 14th Amendment.
1: And it says it raises an obvious question, why were so few tried? And I'll look up the number here. And it says, like so many things associated with the Civil War, the reasons are complicated. In 2018, Confederates received presidential pardons, which began at Lincoln's hand. Mm-hmm. He issued 64 pardons for war-related offenses.
2: And then you have the court case, I believe it was 1870... Texas versus White which found that none of the states and, and and at this point we're just parsing words here none of the states ever actually seceded from the union and they were all the states were just put it was Texas versus White 1870 and they were put back into the Union as if they never left.
1: Lincoln's successor, President Andrew Johnson, issued a proclamation granting amnesty to most Confederates. The proclamation did, however, outline more than a dozen exclusions, including one for senior Confederate officer, Robert E. Lee. You
2: well, should also point out Andrew Johnson was a slavery sympathizer. Uh, Aaron in Kingsville, hello.
4: So you guys have already went over uh, several of my comments uh, or that I was going to make. But, uh, you know, I kind of feel like after 1870, any monuments that were made after that should be removed because, you know, the memorials for the dead are one thing. These are not. these. A lot of these, uh, like you had said, was uh, 1920, around 1920 was when that one was built yep. and in Arlington, and then most of the others were built uh, in like – the fifties mm-hmm. and whatnot during the Jim Crow era or whatnot. Um, and
2: Aaron, we all know
4: why. Oh,
2: exactly. It, it was and, to make sure that black people knew their place.
4: Correct. And if, if people try to argue until they're blue in the face, that the uh, civil war was not over slavery. It was so over state's rights. rights. That's states garbage. Rights. That's that garbage. A hundred percent. lie. My family is from Arkansas and Alabama and whatnot. And so I had a whole lot of, you know, Southern pride growing up. And I still love the South. Like, I love visiting there and whatnot. But it was about slavery. There is no, there is no other argument whatsoever. It says, says it right in the um, um, Confedera- Articles of Confederation. Hey, Ron. about slavery.
1: Thank you. Thank you for the call. L- listen to this one letter to the editor a couple years ago in the L.A. Times. I have visited many Civil War battlefields. I've stood at the bloody angle at Gettysburg looking across the field where the third day's battle was fought, and I thought what I had been told about the area, that you could walk across that battlefield and not touch the ground because you were walking on the bodies of so many men and horses. Mm -hmm. I have never heard of a country that spent four years fighting against a rebel army at a terrible cost and after their defeat allowing them to erect monuments in his words, to the murderous traitors who instigated and perpetuated the bloodshed that led to the deaths of 620,000 Americans. And then
2: started naming our cities and streets after them. I mean, listen, does it bother me that I was born at Fort Benning, Georgia, which is named after a Confederate general? No, I don't care. I don't care. But it also didn't bother you that they changed it. No, it didn't. And I don't even know what Fort Benning is. Is it Fort Freedom or Fort? I don't even know what it is. It's Fort. We
4: screwed that up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where were you born? I was born at Fort. We screwed that up. We, I was born at Fort. We turned on our own. Uh, Dan on line two. Dan, hello. <laughs> Hi. Um,
3: so I have a, had a lifelong interest in the Civil War and uh, thought I could kind of opine here. Uh, The the monument at Arlington is, I mean, Confederate monuments, in my opinion, belong in two places, on battlefields and in some cemeteries. But the monument at Arlington is especially onerous because Arlington National Cemetery was established. People may not remember that Arlington was Robert E. Lee's home before the Civil War. And Union Quartermaster General Montgomery Meigs deliberately placed Arlington National Cemetery there as kind of, a, kind of a slap to the face of Robert E. Lee when his own son, when Meg's his own son was killed uh, fighting for the Union. And so Arlington was established as a place of contemplation and of mourning for the Union dead that were fighting to save the Union and to end slavery. And uh, to me, it's really disgusting that they ever allowed a Confederate monument to be placed there. Uh, I do think there is room for discussion about keeping Confederate monuments on battlefields and in state cemeteries. And there are certain cemeteries that are set aside for Confederate veterans, but it never should have been allowed at Arlington. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's long past due that mm-hmm. this was removed. Yeah. And Dana, you mentioned earlier that it, in addition to it just being a Confederate monument, it has really it had really problematic imagery on it of the loyal slave and the, yeah. the black Confederate soldiers and all this stuff and it's just it's it's long long past the time that it should have
2: been removed yeah dan i appreciate the call you know we were talking earlier dana about things that we had just been told going through life that we just kind of assumed were true yeah and we don't know if they are or not
1: um like i said i always knew abraham lincoln was showing an a in his left hand and an l in sign language on the lincoln Memorial. Memorial, and, and we, that we found out that is completely is a very false. rampant misconception it, in America. It's an
2: urban legend. Mm-hmm. It's an urban legend. Now I don't know if this is true or not, but it, it when he was when Dan was just talking, it reminded me of something I have heard since I was a teenager, and that is that there are six Nazi German soldiers buried at Fort Leavenworth. Okay. All right. Now, the argument has always been that on Memorial Day or whatever day, Veterans Day, whatever, when they place the American flags at the cemeteries, at whether it's Fort Leavenworth or Leavenworth National or wherever, you're supposed to place a flag at the gravesite no way. That, that they fought under. Not no. That, uh, hear me out. That That they fought under. Not the country that now exists that they used to fight for. And I've always heard it said, whether this is true or not, I don't know. I've got to think it's not true that they would place six little Nazi flags at their tombstones at Fort Leavenworth.
1: Okay, so there's a Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, military prison cemetery. Mm hmm. All U.S. military prisoners buried in the cemetery were given less than honorable discharges from the military. Fourteen German prisoners of war are buried there.
2: So it's 14, not six. Fourteen.
1: They were executed at the disciplinary barracks in 1945 for the murders of fellow POWs. Mm -hmm. Their crimes were committed at POW camps.
2: What's called the USDB... Which is the U.S. United States disciplinary barracks at Fort Leavenworth, yes.
1: They were executed there. There are 14, but this says unmarked graves. There are 56 okay. unmarked so, graves so, total. 14 of those are German prisoners. So, so then
2: maybe it's bunk.
1: Maybe it's all yeah, bunk. Yeah, there's no way.
2: But we had always heard growing up that there were a certain number of Nazi yeah. soldiers buried up at Fort Leavenworth. True. Okay. And it was 14, not six. I had always been told it was six. And we had always heard that on dates where flags are placed on gravesites, that they would get, you know, and they would be those small little flags. Yeah. That the Americans would get the American flag and then they would put little tiny Nazi flags no. on their gravesite. There's no way. I hope it's not true. Uh, JR in Kansas City, you get the last word. JR, hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call. And, and, and what everyone called in before
3: is 100% correct. What you guys said is not correct, so I won't beat that. Uh, I won't beat Ron's Bush in that regard. But more importantly, uh, you'll hear this argument that we we'll erase history. And, and I contend it's not. You can never erase history. But what we're choosing to do is not to honor people who thought it was morally and ethically okay to own fellow people. Yep. That's what drives me nuts. When you hear people talk about Robert E. Lee, oh, he was such a moral man. He was such a, a great, loyal guy. The guy literally believed in owning people, and that is so right to do so, that, like Scott, like you said, he chose to take up arms. So, yeah, well, we're not erasing history. We are choosing not to honor and revere those that thought it was okay
1: Poverty, I, I agree, but. Jr. I agree with everything you just said. And I've always said that. I don't think you're erasing history. Open a book. No. You can read about what happened.
2: You, you, you don't have to erase history to know about Nazi Germany, but you don't see
1: statues to Adolf Hitler. Okay. You could read about the horror that happened at Penn State within their very ranks of their football program. They took down the statue. That's right. Of... Uh, Joe, uh, Joe Paterno. Paterno. Joe Paterno. It doesn't erase the fact that he was a coach there for years. It also doesn't erase the fact he looked the other way while one of his assistant coaches was molesting children. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean he wasn't a great coach. It also doesn't mean we have to have a big old statue out front.
2: Bingo. 913 586 77985867798 8, 7, 7, don't forget to check out the Dana Parks podcast available anytime you want anywhere you go just go to kmbz.com
1: hey check it off your list to get into my team at UMB private wealth management check so many things off your list not just one thing like five things uh, we sat down with their entire team at UMB Private Wealth Management to go over our Social Security stuff, pensions. We met with a tax planner. You can meet with a trust and estate professional who will perform an estate plan review for you. So very important to make sure that is done, no matter what age or stage you are in your life. Do it now. Make it part of your resolution, your financial health, not just your health, whether you exercise, eat right, all of those things are important. Put your financial health on your to-do list as well. Go to umb.com slash wealth for that appointment now. umb.com slash wealth. You tell them you heard Dana bragging about him on KMBZ.
2: I have got to stop watching that video. It is not doing me any good. Oh, just watching the video of uh, Dana realizing that she had <laughs> clear... Wrapping
1: paper. Dan walked in and he goes, "You know, you could use that." I go, "No, there is no use for that. If you want
2: it, take it. I'm not taking it back home." Uh, so, have you, you have you heard about this new quarterback for the New York Giants? Hmm? His name's Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito oh, Tommy in relation DeVito. to Danny? No, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Tommy DeVito has kind of become the new Brock Purdy okay. of the NFL, but he plays for the Giants. Yeah, and. You know, they they lost their quarterbacks, and here comes this hometown kid. He's from New Jersey. Yeah. Ends up on the New York football Giants. And he goes out, and he starts leading them to victories. Following a dispute over an appearance fee, NFL star Tommy DeVito has smoothed things over with a New Jersey pizzeria. (laughs) Okay. Coniglio's. Pizzeria in Morristown, New Jersey, mm-hmm. had originally advertised that the New York Giants quarterback would be appearing at their restaurant on Tuesday, mm. only to then say that the event was off no. due to a steep rise in his appearance fee apparently being requested.
1: Oh, hmm. oh, please do tell what's the appearance fee.
2: This, the pizzeria said, came after the Giants' recent win over the Green Bay Packers. No Tommy DeVito, not here today. As originally planned, Caniglio's posted over the weekend. Au contraire, mon frere. Uh, and then they wrote, after last week's win, we received word from his agent that his appearance fee would be doubling from $10,000 to $20,000. Okay. We are a small family-run business and decided that $20,000 was a bit steep for two hours. Apologies. And he plays
1: what position? Because Quarter- I'm Quarterback. I'm, okay, I'm going to... um. I'm going to completely take his side on this, the quarterback, okay? Mm -hmm. These appearances are not free. And if you are asking a celebrity quarterback to take time off of their afternoon on a Saturday to come down to your business and sign autographs and do a meet and greet and bring money into your business... They're not going to do that because they like your pizza.
2: They have a right to earn a living.
1: Oh my gosh. I uh, I I mean look, it
2: by, by the way, Tommy Devito said he didn't know anything about it.
1: Okay. He showed up on Tuesday for free. Bless his heart. You get one freebie for free. Because now everybody is going to say, "Well, why can't you come to my child's um Catholic high school. Why, like, do you, you know, you know how this works, Scott?
2: We're having a bar mitzvah. Tommy, we'd really like for you to be there on Saturday afternoon.
1: Look, I tell, I mean, let's just, let's be honest, because we also um, work in an industry where we are asked from time to time to come MC something on a Saturday night or you, come. You more than me. Come give a speech. Radio Dana Casey LLC is for. I mean, th- I am not free, Scott. <laughs> ask my husband. I am not free be- because you know we get asked a lot, and I would say like you wouldn't ask a plumber to come over for no. four hours on a Saturday night and be like, "Well, what do you mean you're charging me?" It's a little bit harder to quantify what we do. I understand that, but if you said to me that Patrick Mahomes charges twenty thousand dollars for an appearance oh, fee, that, that, I, I, I would I, guess it was fifty I, or seventy five. I, I, I wouldn't even blink if 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 you said twenty thousand. Period. Now, they, on top of that, they also do a whole lot of charitable stuff that they do in their own time. Correct. But if you're the, a business asking the, for The Mahoney's one of those, Foundation. Oh, come on. Yes. Yeah. They do a ton of that stuff. Now, in their
2: defense, and granted, they make a lot of money. Yes. And I'm not taking anything away from that. So
1: does Brad Pitt. He's not coming but, to your pizza opening. But
2: but, but their, their window of opportunity is small. So... You know, Am I worried about whether or not Travis Kelsey is going to be able to find a meal for dinner tonight? No. But I also know that after Travis Kelsey turns about, I don't know, 40, his earning power drops.
1: Oh, I disagree. I think he'll be the highest paid analyst in the NFL.
2: Well, he probably will be well, more oh. than Tom Brady. Yeah. Mm. He's funny. And the ladies love to look at him. <laughs>
1: he, he is LL. Cool tea. I mean, he, you know, they have the number one podcast in the world for a reason. I Mm -hmm. listen to that. If you said to me a couple years ago, you're going to be listening to a football podcast all the time at night as you fall asleep, I would have looked at you and told you, you were crazy. I've never listened to it. Do they just talk about football? Oh, no, it's everything. Anything. New Heights. You've got to watch that on reels on Facebook. It's hilarious. They talk about their dad. They talk about their mom. They talk about like growing up. They talk about. So it's a dumb show like this one. Yeah. But every once in a while, they do this segment called No Dumb Questions, and they take questions about football. I've asked a lot of dumb questions. They haven't chosen my question yet, but, you know. What what, what would be a dumb question that you would have about football? Well, up until this week, I did not realize when, you know, Kadarius Tony had his issues that he had, someone wrote on Twitter, let's just be done with this experiment, make him a running back. Okay. And I said to Chris— Tuesday or Monday, whenever this news came out, why would that help? To make him a running back, I don't understand that. He's dropping the ball. And Chris said, because they hand the running back the ball and he runs with it. That's true. Right? That's true. But I also said, is there not some times where they also catch the ball? And Chris said, yes. Yes,
2: there are This is why football
1: is so confusing to so many of us that are just now kind of on board with this whole thing. Anyway. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between all the people that run and catch the ball? Why are they all called something different?
2: Well, it's based on where they
1: are on the field. Right. But there's no way in my mind I'm going to keep track of that. Like during games, do you well, know what I mean? Well, are you talking about like a wide receiver? Yeah, and a because tight sometimes end? they're here, sometimes like he's yeah. over here. I don't under I don't track any of that stuff. No, but but see, even
2: like. Even Travis Kelsey could line up in the in a wide receiver position, but not be playing that position. But he's still the tight end.
1: How do they even keep track of all that stuff down there? I have no idea.
2: And then, like Ladarius Tony, could be in the backfield, but he's still technically the wide receiver. But
1: that even Chris said to me, "Oh, I'd never thought about that. Yeah, make him a make him a It's, running it's back.
2: actually not a half bad idea. Just hand him the ball and let him run. He's very fast. Bless his but, heart. but whatever you do, don't throw the ball well,
1: at Well, you know, I think he's had a bad couple weeks, but
2: yeah. Don't don't throw the ball in his direction. It doesn't come out very no. well.
1: No, it does come out. That's the problem. <laughs> 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 oh, I feel so bad what for mean? him, but I know they're all millionaires, so uh, I still feel bad. Cameron Diaz
2: uh, was on the Lipstick on the Rim podcast earlier today. Uh, she has a suggestion for couples. Sleep in separate bedrooms
1: and do it now. Mm-hmm. What if someone tries to come in and kill me in the middle of the night? Oh, is it your husband or is it? No. Oh. Like an intruder. Should the husband be the closest to the exterior door? I like well, him in you, there in case something crazy but happens. if you're in
2: separate bedrooms, there is nobody closest to the exterior door except you.
1: No, I don't know. It would not work for us.
2: She says we need to normalize separate bedrooms. To me, I would literally, I have my house, you have yours. Oh. We have the family house in the middle. Wow! Well, we can't all have three houses. we I will go and sleep in my room. You go sleep in your room. <laughs> I am fine, <laughs> said Cameron Diaz. we got to run. The bonus hour is next. Uh, don't forget to check out the Dana and Parks podcast available anytime you want. Just go to KMBZ.com. On behalf of our producer today... The finest man in these United States, Chris Miners. Sam Stevie returns on Monday from a very much-deserved vacation. My good friend and co-host Dana Wright, my name is Scott Parks. And God willing, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe. Be well. And be good. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care.
1: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.